Yo, what is going on? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. My name is Jesse Rivera and I like to talk today. Hey, first of all, thank you Mental Baru for letting me use these groovy, groovy tunes. Move it, girl. Move it, girl. I love it. I love it. Listen. Today on the podcast, we have got the hilarious, the lovable, the likable. Yeah, she's funny. Danny D is on the podcast today, folks. Rad chick forever, part of the gag on this crew. And she has another podcast she does sometimes with a friend of hers. I can't remember what it's called, but I don't even think she talked about it. She talked a lot about visiting the East Coast and doing comedy like in Boston and DC and all those great cities and towns we'll get on with that in just a minute uh, i want to tell you that saturday night uh january the 8th at stab comedy theater 10 o'clock dear abby what the fuck is back and our guests this month are morgan anderson and Lindsay monday you could actually you could stream that on twitch or facebook or i think even youtube so just follow stab comedy theater on one of their social media platforms and you can stream it. It's a hilarious show. We read old Dear Abby letters from the 60s and 70s and really just riff on the idea of what people were concerned about and how they thought they could fix it uh, back 50, 60 years ago. Is that 60 years ago? Back like 50 years ago. It's not quite 60 years ago. Well, I mean, from the 60s, that would be 60 years ago. Holy shit, I'm old, you guys. Fuck. How was your New Year's? Mine was great. I hung out with my buddy Dana. She made a fabulous dinner. And I even got to bring home some ham. So I had a ham and mushroom and eggs and cheese uh, breakfast burritos. For breakfast, I went to Dutch Brothers. I got my coffee. And now the rest of the day is just going to be prepping for Dear Abby What the Fuck. Cleaning up a little bit and putting this podcast out. Because in 2022, I mean, I guess I'm just going to keep working on the Jesse I've been working on for the past, I don't know, seems like 20 years. Really, my whole life has just been a, ah, fuck that up, let's try <laughs> let's try this now. But I really love doing comedy. I really love doing the podcast. And last year, a lot of terrible things happened, but a lot of good things uh, kept happening or kept evolving. So I'm going to focus on those things that I'm fidgeting with uh, my uh, Dutch Brothers Cup. If you could hear all that noise in the background. So um, next year, I'm just going to keep doing the stuff that keeps me happy and keeps me uh, sane and is taking me towards a healthier lifestyle. That's what I'm going to keep doing because I am a happy person for the most part right now. And I want to keep that up in my life. So on with the podcast. That's that's the uh, Jesse Rivera uh, 2022 uh, state of uh, operations uh, affair update anyway enough about me let's get to talking with danny d rad chick forever thanks for listening bye danielle deluca how the hell are you i'm doing fabulous i got a nice cup of coffee hanging out with you what could be better how's the coffee oh i asked you that as you were gonna take a drink thank you thank you i really i really pride myself on my coffee very good thank you thank you when did you get back in town Oh, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you picked me up in the airport. I got back in town on Wednesday, the 17th. How long were you gone? It felt like you were gone fucking forever. I was gone five weeks. Is that the longest you've been gone? Were you gone longer last time? No. I was gone three weeks last time. Five weeks this time. All right. Tell the listeners where you were. Both times? Well, the first time. Where did you go the first time? First time I went to Boston and New York and Virginia. And then this time I went to New Jersey, New York, Washington, D.C., Boston, Virginia Beach, and Richmond, if, and Rhode Island. If you had to settle in one of those places, where would you settle? Because originally you were like, oh, oh Boston. Like, you were like mm-hmm. a Boston girl. Like, you were all Boston, I right? I Boston so bad. And then, but now that you've experienced all those other cities, all those other towns, all those other providences. I would live in D.C. D.C., really? I would live in D.C. or Richmond, Virginia. Wow. How did those two places come out one and two? So is it D.C., Richmond, Boston? Or did Boston not even crack the top three? No, Boston's like in my heart. Like in my heart, I feel like I was 
I'm from there. Like, my grandma just came too far west. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, I just, it wasn't, like, the people just aren't as friendly. There's not a lot of comedy support out there. And, like, we have such a great scene here in Sacramento that it's hard to go to different scenes when it's not supportive. Uh-huh. So it's, it's like, dude, we're all, why don't we all try to help each other out? Yeah, yeah. Um, but DC was really awesome, and, and Richmond, their comics were amazing. Well, how long did you spend in DC? A week and a half. Nice. Yeah, I spent a week and a half in each spot. Oh, and then I went to Vegas. Okay. Yeah. But you've been to Vegas tons, right? Multiple times. Yeah. Could you live in Vegas? I could live in Vegas. Could you? Yeah. Your little devil horns just popped up. No, I, stopped, you... <laughs> I stopped gambling. Okay. Uh, like oh, that's two right. Years ago, um, I actually stopped gambling before I even started going to Vegas. Um, but I, I gave in once, but I didn't give in this time. So I didn't gamble this time. I even stayed at a casino. How bad was your gambling? Like oh, I've wasted thousands and thousands and thousands. When, what's your game? Uh, 81 I can lose at. Um, <laughs> you know, I know I like three card. I like, I really loved stones. What's like, stones? It's a gambling hall on antelope. Oh, um, I thought that was a game. No, but I just go there and play like. 21 or three card or dragon anything i would move to like where the dealers were really the dealers i liked yeah i just didn't want to be alone so uh-huh i just went and gambled and then i ran out of money and had to find something else to do how um i want to talk about the fucking uh the desperation of gambling okay i i i enjoy gambling but i don't ever gamble too much right mm-hmm. but every time i go to a casino i can't help but look around and look at the people's like the, Sad. the de- yes, that Sad look on people's faces. faces. Yeah. Because they're degenerate gamblers. Uh, some, not all of them. Right, right. You can tell the difference, though. I mean, the, the people that sit there, and, and I was definitely one of those. Rent money, I can double this. Um, what I would tell my kids I was going to Walmart and go to fucking Stones. Um, so, I mean, it just, I gambled a lot. Uh-huh. I gambled a lot. I wasted a lot of money gambling. Did you ever win big? No. No? no, not super big. I won like ten grand. Really? But yeah. you, how much did you lose before you lost? Before you won ten grand? Fifty grand? I don't know. But, is yeah. is there okay? So a lot of people um, say that, of course, there's a there's a rush to winning, but also, do you think that like in a depressive state of mind, there's also something to be said for that feeling of losing? Yeah, because you you're always living to make money to go back to the casino. My my husband that passed away said you're never happy until you leave the casino broke and sad. Cuz I would always be up, like always. I would always be up, but then I was never satisfied. I would just get greedy. Uh-huh. So I was just like this is not I can't do it. I can't. What's the most you were ever up but then you walked away with nothing? Uh well, I was up like 4500 one night and I walked away with $23. Oh. Is that nothing? That's basically That's nothing. that's I mean that's Now that I look at it I'm like fuck an A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So wow. yeah, I uh I'm a I'm a glutton for punishment. What what made you stop gambling? Did you just hit rock bottom and you're like I'm not going back or did you like did somebody talk to was there was there a moment that something did something happen? I started comedy. And oh. I couldn't. Um, and that's rock bottom. <laughs> I couldn't manage. Um, I would find myself just gambling, like missing shows because I couldn't leave Stones. And like, Ooh. I was just like, I don't even have any fucking money. Like, what? Am, why am I even here? Like, no one. It just became not fun. And uh, I was really had to take a look at my life and think, like, okay, uh, what am I going to do when I'm out of money? Right, right. Because you know, they're nice to you when you're gambling. Yeah. But, like, when you're out of money, they're like, can you leave the table? Like, you don't just get to linger there. So it's not like I had friends there, but in my mind, I was so Did depressed. you ever think, like, these people are my friends well, and then... That's how I met Stephen Maloney. Uh-huh. He was my dealer. Yeah. So, I mean, him and I are friends, but back in the day, we weren't we weren't friends. Yeah. I thought he was a dick. Yeah. So, and he was. But, uh, you know, he, uh, he invited me out to my first comedy show. Not my first, but he invited me out to my amateur first comedy show and... Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I'm funnier than you. I can do this. Dude, isn't that funny? <laughs> so, I remember th- thinking that. I was like, I, not thinking I'm funnier than you, but like, I remember being at, at comedy shows and thinking, wait, I think I could do that. 
Yeah, I'm like, wait, you don't have to be like have a manager and be like the special person to perform. Yeah, the, I can. I want to do this, and I was just or, like, I like attention. Or you know what else got me too? Like when I very first started going to open mics just to check them out, and I would see a comic, and then I would see them the next week, and I was like, oh, they're just doing the same jokes again, like. I really thought that that everyone just went up there and talked like Jerry Seinfeld and they were just funny. Like <laughs> it was uh it was really humbling my very first I went to On the Way, that's where I popped my cherry. Uh-huh. You're familiar with that spot. Love that spot. And uh I I went up there, I didn't know anyone, I didn't tell anyone I was going to open mic and uh uh Sean Grady was like, Oh, you gonna do comedy? And I was like, Yep and he was like, Okay, this girl's got it and uh I sucked ass <laughs> do you remember what the jokes were even about it was just about me being a phone sex operator okay and like how i'm so like i i just came at it from the wrong angle like i was just like i'm gonna steal like your husbands are calling like i was just being all accusatory and i was not funny uh-huh. at all and i like got booed off the stage and i left wow and i was just like you got booted on the why yeah first night i was like i'm not going back there uh-huh. and it took me a couple months to go back and when you went back, did you go back to On The Wire or did you go somewhere else? Uh, no, I still went to a different open mic. To different open mics, okay. I just didn't go back to On The Wire for a while. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I There's a special place in my heart for On The Wire, but lately I haven't gone. It's just... I was there on Thursday. Were you? Um, I don't... Um, yeah. What what else goes on on Thursdays? There's uh there's players. That's where I was too. Obviously, and then uh, uh, Stab has one, but I've never gone to the Stab open mic. I've never gone there. Um, I tried to do the pre sign up, and I didn't. I didn't get a, the pre sign up spot, and I was like, eh, I'm all right. Yeah. Um, but I really like players. I like how like the time that it starts up, and it's pretty laid back, really casual, and there's always some Monday night or Thursday night football. I always have a good time. Yeah, there's always some Thursday night football uh, leftovers there. Well, it's a good bar. It's just a good, um, like, at, at any time, there's at least five to eight to 20 people in there, whether you can get them to listen or not. That's <laughs> that's on you. That's on you, definitely. That's um, that's kind of like what Thursday night was like. You asked me earlier today, yeah, yeah like, how was that show? And, you know, uh, I guess I got spoiled in Chico because... The last time I went to Chico, um, it was a Dylan Collins event, and it was at the Blue Room, and it was sold out. And it was uh, uh, Johnny Taylor and uh, Keith Lowell Jensen were the headliners, mm-hmm. and uh, me and Tina were on it. And, oh, you were there, right? At Chico, didn't we? We wrote up. Oh, yeah, that was the last time you went up there. That was the last time I was at Chico. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good show that night. Yeah, and yeah. I fucking I had such a great set that night. That yeah, was like you did. That was like one of my that was like one of the last sets right before the the original original pandemic uh, shut down. Uh, uh, the first shutdown. February 2020. <laughs> yeah. And uh and so I was like, well, that's what Chico's like. No. Wow. That's uh, not what Chico's like. No, I walked into this bar and I was like, I mean, it was packed. It was packed and like it was buzzing. But they were not there to see comedy. They were there to drink and and have a good time and eat. Dude, like I don't drink, but like there was there was plenty of booze. Long ass bar, big bar. And I'm not mad at those people that come to the bar to have a drink and catch up with their friends. Like I I understand that we're up there. Some of us are funny, some of us aren't, and we're just shouting on a microphone. <laughs> you know, a good majority of people. At open mics, are just shouting uh, on a microphone. So, like, when they do shows at bars, they need to promote it well to show, like, hey, these comics actually know what they're doing. Uh-huh. So why don't, if you don't want to, like, listen, then just leave. Or, like, have, you know, when we do those shows at bars, we should have a separate room. Yeah, I mean, that that would be, yeah, that would that, be that ideal. That would be ideal, like, yeah. like the union. Yeah. But um, I, I had recently heard um, on a comedy podcast that, like, uh, when when you can tell that the room isn't for you or like that the room's against what you're about to do, that you need to not go straight into your material. That you need yeah, to you need to, you need to riff with them and you need you to need let to them see exactly. And so yeah. I I did that for like about a good minute, and once I got them to listen, then I went ahead and, and yeah. went into my material. And I I had an okay set. It's still 
It still wasn't a great set, but... Um, it's better than just going straight into your material. Because they don't know you. Why the hell would they listen to you? That's why I talk to everyone at the bar. Yeah. That's why I'm like, hey, like, whatever. Like, nice mustache or nice tits or beautiful uh-huh. hair. Like, I try to get people to like me before I go on stage so that when I'm on stage, hopefully they're already on my side. That's uh, that's such solid uh, advice right there. And I don't... I don't think I do that a lot of times. A lot of times I'm more like... A lot of comics don't. A lot of comics will sit on one side of the bar, talk to their comic friends, and, you know, do whatever they do. I'm not hating on them, but it's like you want these strangers who are in their own space. You know, time is the most important thing you can ask from someone. You don't get that back. So, like, if I'm out and I haven't seen my friends in a while and I'm at the bar, like, listening to someone shout about their dick, but if you talk to me and, all right, I'll hear you out. I'll give you a good minute or two. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to just hate you from the beginning. But, like, if you don't, I'm very short attention span. If you don't have me in a minute or two, that that's then And that's 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 a bar show, right? Like, a club show is different because, yeah. like, they're there for comedy. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, a, it's a completely different vibe. And, yeah, I get it. Um. I'm glad you're here, man. I, I really missed you while you were gone. Aww. It's it's one thing to, to just be able to text you, but it's another thing to be like, all right, you will come over? Yeah, all right, we're going to go do this. Or Is it or, weird for me that, that people miss me? What do you mean? Like, I, like it's... I don't know. I don't know why people... Like, I don't know. I'm just retarded. You don't know why people I, like I, you? I, I don't know why, like... <laughs> I mean, I'm a likable person. I just don't know like why people miss me. I'm just like, oh, that's sweet. Like, no, well, you're you're very likable, and you're always you're kind of always like down for whatever. Like, all right, sure, um, hold on, I'll be there like yeah. in an hour, you know. But I don't I don't mind it at all. I I really uh, enjoy hanging out with you. You're always super fun. We have our girls' yeah, nights. We watch we movies. We watch '80s weird um, movies. Yeah. 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 What do you, um, so you want to go back to the East Coast. That's the goal, right? I kind of want to go everywhere. Like, I didn't travel. I had kids hella young. Shout yeah. out to Emma Noah. Uh, I had kids hella young, and uh, I got married right away because I thought that's what you're supposed to do. Like, that's all I wanted in my life was to be normal. And then once I was normal, I was miserable. Yeah. So, um, I'm really happy right now, and my life is kind of just blowing in the wind as some would say you know like some people approve of it in my family some people don't but like i'm proud of myself for what i'm doing i'm hanging out with good people and i i've been to like 14 states now just doing comedy like whether i've set that up or it's been set up but like i want to i want to go see what i can see because i'm not you know big dogs don't last a super long time so like i want to go see what i can see and just have fun i hear that 14 states i've been to 14 states and i've done comedy in them so what's the goal for next year then? Texas. Texas. Uh, I want to do Texas in March. I want to do the whole. I got invited to a feature at in Corpus Christi, uh huh, which is about two miles from San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to see if I can go wrangle in the Cowboys. Who do we know in Texas? Sharita's in Texas. Sharita's in uh, San Antonio. I met her crew. I met uh, Irma in Vegas, um, and then I ha- my brother, my little brother, and my mom uh, live in Dallas, Fort Worth. Okay. And I have a cousin who lives in Austin. So, like, I'd have free spots to stay. Because that's the main thing. I can travel. I can get there. But I need a place to crash. Yeah. And yeah. you're cool with crashing on couches, huh? Oh, yeah. No, I'm down with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for the adventure. That's awesome. That's I mean, awesome. as long as they're a good person. Like, yeah. I don't want to be in some creepy... Did you have, like, creepy people, like, offer you a place to stay when you were traveling? Um, In the beginning, I did. Uh-huh. You know, honestly, I actually get invited to more creepy guys here in Sacramento in oh. their houses than I do out of, like, you know, they take pretty good care of me out there. Okay. But, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I went to one guy's house. He had a lock on the outside of his door, and I was like, ah, I gotta, uh, why is there a gun? I gotta go. I, I just, like, I left something in my car, and I cut the fuck out. Wow. Like, oh. What? What? Yeah, what? Is why it... do you have a lock on the outside? What? That, that. No, no, no. There's no. There's no, no way. Even to... if you're in the house with me, I don't know what's going on. You could have someone else lock it. Uh-huh. Uh, nope, I was out of there. Two seconds. Good for you. I was like, I gotta go. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So how was your weekend? It was crazy. Um, what did I do? 
Friday night, you know what? I just, I didn't go out to Vince's because Carrie wasn't there. And, uh. I, you know yeah. what? I, I might be done with Vince's if, if, if yeah, Carrie. Yeah, if Carrie's not there, I don't want to go to Vince's. I mean, I think I'll go just to hit it, like as a mic, but okay. to hang, but to hang out there. No. I'm not going to hang out. I'm not going to hang out without you, Carrie. Yeah, not hanging out uh, at Vince's without Carrie. So I went and did karaoke um, with a couple of my friends. And then last night, my friend Tiffany turned 40 because we're all turning 40 within six months. And we're all having themed parties. And I don't have a theme yet. Um, okay, so last night's theme was 80s. 1981, yeah. 1981 in particular. The one she was born in, yeah. Oh, so that's why it was 1981. Well, that's just what she picked. But uh-huh. the first party was Catherine's, and we were all pinup girls. We all dressed up like pinup models. Uh-huh. Um, and then Heather wants to do, like, a serial killer or a true crime party. I don't know what I want to do. I kind of wanted to, like, run out of roller skating rink and have, like, a sock hop. Because um, a lot of my friends are alcoholics, and I think it'd be great to not have them drink alcohol on my birthday and just be like, no, we're going to have fun. Like, get high and just be chill. Like... Just chill. But not everybody gets high. I know, but you could do whatever. You could do a hallucinogenic or smoke some weed. You guys don't need to drink all this. Hey, speaking of hallucinogenics, I watched Frosty the Snowman this morning. Okay. Okay, so the little kids are playing. He kidnaps them. And then Frosty comes to life. Mm -hmm. Any chance the kids are on mushrooms? Because nobody believed the kids afterwards. I mean, would you believe the kids? No. No, you don't believe kids. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just I don't believe You're anything. To believe kids, so they say. I don't believe anything kids say. I don't either. Kids don't know shit. I mean, I don't know a lot of things either, but like kids, kids these days. Whew. Um, do you miss recording the gag on this podcast live? I do, I do, but I do like how uh, we're able to interview. Like you know, as soon as people may say what they want about Zoom comedy. That's fine. But, like, I miss it sometimes. And, like, lately I've been logging in just to see people because I've made a lot of connections. And I've the people that I've met, I've met so many people on Zoom. Like, I met Winston and Chip Jones and Nico and um, Dante, who was just here. We went and celebrated his 40th birthday in Vegas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tara. Tara. I haven't met her yet. But oh, yeah. I, you haven't met her yet. But, uh, yeah, I'm just throwing out the... We have all these great fucking connections um, that we've made because of Zoom. And... Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know. I asked you if you missed recording in person. Kind of, but not really. Like, the boys were gross. They would fart, do whatever. (laughs) They were boys. But it was was cool. But it was harder to get guests. You know what I mean? We wouldn't have been able to have as many guests uh, because trying to get someone to come in to the studio. Yeah. Yeah, that that is definitely... um, you guys were, were my inspiration during the pandemic when I stopped recording in person. Yeah. And I just stopped altogether. But I don't think you guys ever took a break. We didn't. You guys we went didn't. straight through. The last show was actually on my birthday in 2020. And I didn't get to go because the last two years on my birthday I've had strep throat. Uh-huh. Bullshit. Um, so I didn't get to go. But um, our guests didn't even show up. So then they, they were like, fuck it. Next week it's on Zoom. And I was like, okay, I could do that. What, oh, your birthday is April 1st. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But we're going to start uh, February. I think we're going to go back live. Oh, we're really? Gonna, we're going to try it. Where are you guys going to record it at, though? Um, Defunk, where he does the radio station. Where does he do that? Um, it's on by Sunrise Mall. Okay. Um, but he, I met the, I met the guy who runs the studio in there, and he said we could do it for uh, what he, he was paying. He was paying more at Blacktop than he would pay for that. So. Oh really? We just got to get Rob on board. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that, Rob? Hear that, Rob? Come out of your house. But he's got kids, and well, they all do. Do they all have kids? No. No. Not Nick. Nick doesn't have kids. He Nick, got married finally. Yeah. yeah. Nick. Nick seems more like still a kid himself. Nick is a grown man child. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't, I don't even, his wife is so lovely. I don't, but she. You're like, how did he pull her? She loves him. He's just a goofy. Like, I love Nick to death. He does all of our editing. He does all of our shit. Nick does amazing work. He does so much. And he actually got me this radio gig where now I do a morning show every morning. And he's like, oh, because he's always wanted to be a radio personality. And I'm like, oh, I'm a morning show (laughs) person. But, uh, you know, he's always uh, just taking things in stride. He's a crybaby. Uh-huh. You know, he whines a lot. but uh, uh, And he's super immature, but he's like the little brother that I never... I mean, I do have a little brother, but... I, you do? Nick's a better little brother. 
I've never asked you if you have like brothers and sisters. I have, I have a little half brother. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's like thirty-five. All right, and yeah. you're the and you're the oldest of the. There's just two of you. There's just two of us, and I was my dad's only kid. Uh huh. Did yeah. you know of? Wow, well, my dad was pretty nerdy. Uh huh. Yeah. And you grew up out here. Yeah, I grew up in nine one six. So this is what I I think uh, is interesting. A lot of people, I think, uh, probably it's like it's like half and half of the people that I know in Sacramento. They moved to Sacramento. They're like, uh-huh. they're not they're not born and raised Sacramentans. Right. And it's all of the local people who freaking love the river. Yeah. How when did well, you? Because when I was a kid. I was gonna say, what's your first memories of the river? Oh my god. I mean, I was born at Mather Air Force Base. Uh huh. Oh, pee pee. <laughs> I was born at Mather Air Force Base, and so, like, uh, shit. I was six, seven. I mean, my aunt and uncle lived a block away. But, like, when I was a kid, people would drown in that river weekly, and it was a big, nice river, and, like, you could swim in it and don't have to worry about things. Now you can walk across it, like, Jesus, at almost any point. Oh, because it's so low. It's so low. Uh huh. So low. But, like,. It doesn't mean it's not dangerous. It's just not as dangerous. Mm-hmm. But I've gone to the river. I spent most of the time being grounded for sneaking off to the river. <laughs> really? Uh, oh, yeah. Heather and I once ran away from home and we spent the night there. Yeah. How old were you? We were like 12. Oh, my gosh. We were like 12. What the fuck were you guys thinking? We were we were not happy with... Um, do you remember what, what, what was the breaking point? Like, what made you so mad that you're like, fuck this. I'm going to the river. Well, Heather's mom drank a lot, and we would always steal her alcohol. Uh-huh. Uh, What'd she drink? A boxed wine. Ooh. And we would steal that and my grandma's brandy, E&J's brandy. Shout out Nona for keeping bad alcohol. God. And we would meet at the river and drink, but then we'd be like, well, I don't want to walk out. We were lazy kids. We didn't want to walk back home, so we were just like, fuck it. And then um, we just spent the night there. We just didn't come home. Fuck it. No blankets, no fire. Did you guys have fire or something? No, we were 12. No, we didn't have a fire. We didn't have a cell phone. We had pagers that were blowing up that died because we weren't home. Uh-huh. And then my uh, aunt sent poli- a, a park ranger out, and uh, we he assisted us home. But we were basically like, we don't want to walk home. <laughs> How much trouble did you get into for that? Oh, I was grounded for a long time. Really? Yeah. My aunt was pretty strict, so was my grandma. I wasn't allowed to leave the front step of the house. Well, obviously. Yeah. But I wasn't really a bad kid. Like, I never got arrested. I wasn't addicted to hardcore drugs. But, like, in my family, like, I think I was... Because I, I was promiscuous. Like, uh-huh. that it made me bad. But I, I really wasn't getting into that much trouble. Right. Yeah. Not, you know, there's a lot of... There's way worse kids doing way worse stuff. Being promiscuous isn't that bad. <sighs> right? Right? Sure. I mean, it wasn't promiscuous at 12. Hold on, let me rephrase that. I'm all hot. <laughs> but, like, you know, I was grounded a lot as a kid. Were you? Uh, Ever grounded? I got in trouble, but no, I was I was a spoiled brat. I got away with everything. So, like... You're the youngest, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the youngest. Even though your sister said she was. Well, yeah. <laughs> they, they thought. They thought. Then I came along, and I... I kind of ruined everybody's good time. You're so. the only boy, too? No, no, no. There's there's three boys and three girls, but I'm the youngest. And, like, I'm, like, nine years after all of them. Oh, yeah. You're spoiled rotten, then. Yeah, absolutely. Total, yeah. Absolutely. And I still am, okay. you know. But now you spoil yourself. I, I spoil myself, and I try to spoil my friends, like, everybody around me. Like, I, I try mean, you're to... You're ridiculous. You're, you're one of the sweetest guys I know. <laughs> Stop. Like, come over here. You want to smoke weed? Oh, yeah, I'll make you some coffee. Yeah, I'll get you some coffee. I mean... You're just really cool. Your vibes are cool. Your house is cool. Your cute little puppy's right asleep behind you. She's adorable. Um, yeah, you never have a bad time over here. No one ever does. Well, I don't let just anybody over here. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. That's something I learned from you, actually. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but remember Jackie's room at Liaison? Yeah. And we didn't know each other very well, but I had, like... I had asked you for something. Like, I asked you, like, for a ride home. You wanted a ride home. Oh, do you remember? Yeah. And you were like, yeah, I don't just give anyone. And I was just like, okay, that guy's got boundaries. Like, that's yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. And, like, I uh, I started setting boundaries with people, and it, it just it, it makes life so much fucking easier. It's, it's hard. Like, so, sometimes it feels like you're not supposed to say no to people, right? Like, 
but there's but nothing then, wrong with it. But yeah, once it's out there and yeah. it's like, I don't yeah. know, like I can't be your last resort. Right. You know, like I was like, I don't I, want to get wrapped into some like I just. And yeah. it, I think it was raining that night too. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I was like, I appreciate that. Like I like that because most people just be like, yeah, I'll give you a fucking ride home and then complain about it. But you were like, nah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Like, okay. All right. Especially because like I'm so close to liaison. Oh yeah. I see. I didn't know that. I didn't know where you lived then. Yeah, yeah. I remember that night. But liaison didn't last very long. Maybe like six weeks. I did run into the owner there, and she was like, "If you want to put together a mic, but I don't want to waste my time with mics." It seems like such so much work. Having run the Blarney Stone for a little bit, and I mean, it was good sometimes, but like, it just wasn't. I don't know. Doing. I don't know exactly what we're all doing in this comedy game, but, like, I want to do something bigger. Yeah. Like running a mic isn't what I want. No. I mean, no. running a mic is great because it really, uh, um, like, your hosting skills and your crowd work skills. Correct. Right? But um, as far as, like, having to get, like, you didn't want to walk home from the river. Having to get up after every comic and is, like. And time them. And, and then time listen them. to the comics. Yeah. You know me, I'm normally in and out. I don't want to. Yeah, and then people probably messaging you like, oh, yeah. can I get up or I'm on my way. And I was always like, no, I'm sorry, we're full. <laughs> you know, because I don't want anyone to, I, if my name is behind something, I don't want to just open up the floodgates because I think what some of us are trying to do is uh, really serious, you know? And so when people get up there, I feel they think they're telling comedy, but like, they're just kind of like making a mock. Like, I don't like that. I don't like it. Uh, when people aren't taking it seriously, whether you're at a mic or a show or whatever. But, like, don't go up there and be like, oh, I forgot to write jokes. Why the fuck are you here then? I hate when they go up there. Why are you here? I hate when they go up there and they're like, all right, I'm really high right now, so uh, I might not be funny. I'm like, I saw you last week. You weren't high. You gotta <laughs> be confident. And, like, you know, I just, I, 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 I want to do big things with comedy because I told my grandma I was going to and I don't want to disappoint her and I put all my eggs in this basket and I'm not, I'm not saying I wanted to have like some Netflix special, but like I, I want to surround myself with people <clears throat> that can, you know, that challenge me, you know, I don't want to hang out with people less funnier than me. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like I want to hang out with comics that are better than me and, and that we're all working towards the same thing. So when you have a mic and anyone wants to, some guy signed up as the idiot, I don't want to. I don't give a shit if you're a bar local. Like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, ah. Remember when that one weird guy from San Francisco went up there? There's always weird guys from San Francisco. <laughs> There's always just, like, everyone thinks, oh, I can do that. I can make yeah. funny. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard to be funny. It's very hard to be funny. Have you been writing a lot? Yeah. Did you write a lot I when you were? I spent a lot of time alone. Yeah. Yeah, I met. I missed my kids' birthdays for the first time ever this year. I mean, they were with their dad in Idaho, but uh, it's funny. For Emma's sixteenth, I rented a U-Haul and took all her friends up to the beach. I threw them in the back. Um, and so Noah just turned sixteen this year, and he's like, "Mom, I'm going to dad's. Like, I don't need you to do anything." But like, I thought the kids would be excited when I was a kid. You throw me in the back of the U-Haul. It's fucking party time. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, they were like, oh, my God. And I was like, get in the fucking car. Like, I don't have a limo. How did you think you were getting to the beach? Yeah. Like, none of my friends want to take shitty, like, 16-year-olds. Ten of them. Ten of them. Yeah, so I threw... Yeah, I threw... What time of year was it? December 3rd is my daughter's birthday. Oh, okay. So it wasn't, like, August 1st and you threw... No, 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 no. It was, like, December 3rd. How far was the drive? It's Stinson Beach. A very windy road. Uh, Nicole and I, my friend, got high in the front seat. Took away all their phones, gave them a walkie-talkie. They didn't know how to use the fucking walkie-talkies. Um, the only one to get car sick that day was my daughter. Oh, my God. But it was her shitty idea. Let's go to the beach in December with ten friends. How did you think we were getting there, honey? She was horrified when I pulled up with a U-Haul. Hor- I didn't tell her what I was doing. Uh, horrified. Did any of them back out? No, they couldn't. I didn't. I wasn't. That wasn't an option. Um, I did have one friend follow me, and she took two kids because they were like, I'm going to tell my parents. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. Oh, but uh, other than that, I made the kids. rest of the kids get in. I, I made it fun. I threw my couch cushions back there. Uh-huh. It's not like they were just... I would have thought it was a great time. But Noah was like, I'll just... I don't want anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I wrote a lot. I wrote a lot of stuff. I ran into David Tell and Bob Kelly, Robert Kelly. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, 
I had a great time. David Tell in New York? Yeah. 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 He came out like a little, uh, like, just sewer rat. He came out in the night and had his hat on, and I was like, oh, that's David Tell. I think Morgan ran into David Tell, too, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was there. How much did you get to hang out with Morgan when you were down there? Oh, we stayed out there. Uh, we were there uh, for a week. Uh-huh. When I flew out here, originally I flew there, uh, we got down for a week. We had a great time. Morgan's so much fun. I freaking love Morgan. Morgan's a fucking blast. Uh, I'll travel anytime, anywhere with Morgan. I love Morgan's laugh. She's so funny, and man, she's been killing it. You've been killing it. Thank you. I... Uh, can we talk about a couple of your jokes? Sure. I think two of your jokes are really funny. I don't think you do... Well, I haven't heard you... I really want you to fucking uh, uh, stick with that. Uh, uh, your mom's ashes in the DMV. Like, you don't always do that. But when, I know that works, and we only see each other at mics. Oh, uh, yeah, so and you don't do it. It's checked away. Yeah, it's tucked away. And yeah. uh, I love when you say... Uh, when you're describing the, the type of guy that, that, that you that you like, yeah. or as you've heard, and you're... Uh, you're all, you know, a domestic that wasn't his fault. I think that is so fucking my... funny, dude. Yeah. A domestic that wasn't his fault. I'll hear him out. I'll hear him out, man. I, I will hear it out. But, you know, my, my, uh, my aunt once told me, one of my aunts told me, like, you know, you're, you want to be an adult so bad. You want to be an adult so bad when I was a kid. She's like, you have your whole life to be an adult. Like, just be a kid, you know, the last couple of years you have. And I didn't listen to her. And now I've been an adult longer than I was a kid. And I'm just like, fucking hey, I've got to treat some things better on my body. So, you know, I just uh, can't sleep with felons anymore. I can't do it. Oh, good. have a good rough time, though. Good for you. I have a little prisoner outfit I like to dress him up in. Give him some PTSD. I now carry a sharpie in my fanny pack so I can draw a neck tattoo on them in case they don't have one. Uh, I'm, I'm, do you let Do you let them pick the area code? Or yeah, you... it's wherever they're from. I want them to represent where they're from. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair enough. Yeah. All right. I got to see if I can, you know, get down with that area code. What are you doing for New Year's? I don't ever make New Year's plans. You don't. You just kind of go with it. I well, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't really make plans. What did you do last year? You don't know? I have no idea what I did last year. Let me see if I can remember what you did last year. Um, You're probably partying with Raquel. No. No? Oh, yep. Yep. That's. I did a show in Chico. Bring it back. Full circle. Um, I did a show in Chico. Or we went up there for the mic. I rented a seven-bedroom Airbnb. And we had a fat-ass party. And I've never, I've never had a party before, like, as an adult. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I uh, rented that, and it was a fucking madhouse. I will never again rent an Airbnb and have a party. <laughs> I can only imagine the I pressure. I don't ever want a party that big again. Really? No. What did you do? Just invite everybody from the mic? On the mic. I'm like, hey, we're having a fun. And Shannon Battle, of course, brought like a people. And yeah, he rolls deep. You just can't control... What happens? And since my name was on the card, I was like, ah, be careful. But it, it just got out of control. Vomit. Guys are gross. People are gross when they're drunk. So, like, I don't want to have a party like that ever again. I have not thrown up since 1996. I threw up on Monday. Or no, 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 Wednesday. You picked me up on Wednesday. I threw up Wednesday night. You did? I did. So you were just jet lagged and you started drinking? Jet lagged, drank a shit ton at San Juan Club. And you probably hadn't eaten? Asleep by 9 p.m. Oh, wow. Asleep by 9 p.m. at my grandma's house. <laughs> I dropped you off like at 7. I know. I know. I was fucking lame, man. I don't I don't know what was wrong with me, but I was like, I think what I ate at the airport wasn't, I was feeling kind of like, mm, but like drinking didn't help with that. Jackie called me. Well, Jackie didn't call me, but Jackie texted me looking for you the following day. Oh, yeah. Like, have you heard from Danny? And I was like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm sure she's fine. Like. I kind of, I kind of gave her your last whereabouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, and, but then when I said to, that you were gonna meet up with Milani, that that kind of eased your mind because, like, yeah, Milani's a stand-up dude. You know, like, yeah. like he's not gonna let anything happen to his homies. No, no, no. definitely he, not. He was lecturing me though as he drove me home on Wednesday. He was like, "All right, Danny, you know, maybe drinking this much." And I'm like, "Can you mull the car over?" <laughs> and he's like, "All right." He's like, 
Okay. He's like, maybe next time we're going to think about that. Maybe have some water. And I'm like, fuck you, Steven. I know. I told him, fuck you, too. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I just said, thank you, but fuck you. In bed by 9 p.m. on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm so old. I was out later than you that night then. Yeah. 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 I, didn't... I'm... I turn into a pumpkin sometimes. Right sometimes on. I just need sleep. I mean, I do sleep all day, but I do need a... Like, it just feels good to be in bed at nighttime. Yeah, that's when you're supposed to be in bed. That's when you're supposed to be in bed. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Hey, you ready for uh, uh, five easy questions? Sure. All right. There's no right or wrong answers. Okay, let me hit this bong. Hit it. There's no... And I'll prep you for it. There's no right or wrong answers. There's never wrong answers. No, there's wrong answers. Believe me, there's wrong answers. Um, and uh, just off the top of your head. All right, you ready? Yep. Question number one. What are you afraid of? Success. Really? Yeah. Because you've seen what it does to people? Because I don't know how to handle it. It just always, like I've always, I've failed at a lot of things and I don't mind failing because I know what that feels like. But success, I don't really... Like, I, I feel successful, but, like, I don't know what it... I don't know how to accept it, you know? Like, when people say they miss me, I'm just like, oh, why? Like, I just... It's not, you know, like when a skinny bitch thinks she's fat. Like, it just doesn't really register yet. Mm. But I'm getting there. All right. Um, who or what inspires you? That's a good question. Um... You know, back in the day, I would have said my grandma, but, like, honestly, the the comics that I know, like, Stephen Fury and Alex Elkin and um, Saul and uh, Frank Castillo, like, just seeing comics that I know and that we know and that are doing the same things we're doing just further ahead in the game, like, that's, that's my biggest inspiration. Like, seeing um, just how many opportunities there are for people that are you know, good intended and doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's that, I would say that's my biggest inspiration these days. Like watching AJ special on Amazon prime or Butch Bradley. Like I know those guys, like I have their phone numbers in my phone. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, to me, that's, I, it doesn't mean anything to anyone else. Like my aunts and my kid, like no one knows who we fucking know, but like, that's my biggest inspiration. Like shit like that. Just people I know being successful. I hear that. I hear that. I, I love uh, um, following uh, Saul's Instagram yeah. and just seeing like just seeing that he got like a door job at the comedy store. Cause yeah. I was like, oh my god, yeah. so many stories, so many great stories start off with I was a doorman, I was a door person yeah. at the comedy store. Like so many people have told well, that story. And like Stephen Fury, uh, did you see his picture from? Yeah, fucking, just the other uh, night. Just the other night at Crest Theater, and it's just like. He, he worked at the comedy store, too. And and that's not necessarily the, the direction I'm, I want to go. Like, I'm too old for L.A., I think. <laughs> I don't think I can handle it. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, you know, I, I wish them nothing but the best. And I, uh, you know, I want that for me one day. I want to just keep climbing this ladder whatever way it's going. You're super funny and you're oh, super likable. And, I mean, I'm sure, like, you know, I heard uh, one time... Um, I want to say that it was Joan Collins. They asked her, uh, not Joan Collins, Joan Joan Rivers, Joan yeah, Rivers, right? It makes a lot more sense. Joan yeah, Collins. Joan Rivers. They asked Joan Rivers of uh, of your friends who, of your friends who started comedy with you, how many of them made it, or which ones are the ones that made it? And she said, all of the ones that never quit, made oh, it. That's cool. You know, that's so cool. like it's just like, yeah, it might take. Like, like some people take some five years, some people take some ten years, well, fifteen years. And but. I also believe, like, if you're not feeling it that night, don't go force it. Don't go like a Friday night. I wasn't feeling like doing the mic. I wasn't gonna go try to force being funny. I just went and did something I wanted to do. Like comedy is a huge, huge, huge part of my life. But like, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not gonna force it. And I, and I think that's what's changed for me. Like I just stopped forcing it. Like yeah, I'm not gonna. Go do. I'm not gonna waste my time anymore. Yeah, I heard Johnny Taylor like real early in my like when I was when I first started. Johnny Taylor say you gotta have a fucking life outside yeah. of comedy. And like, that's what I tell like newer comics like when they're like, oh, these are my friends. I'm like, these are all comics. Go make friends with real people. Yeah. Go be go be normal. Yeah, because then because you gotta you gotta talk about what you know, and if all you know is all these comics, that's not. Yeah, and comics are great, but like. Too many comics in a room 
is too many. Well, you know something that that I see, even like okay, I've only been doing it three years, but something that I see is like younger comics just like uh, performing for the front of the room, like like they're not even worried about trying to make the audience laugh. They're more worried about like trying to make their friends laugh, and it's like. Well, I think when you first start out, that's what you try to do. Yeah, you, that's your comfort zone. That's your comfort zone. My friends. My friends laugh at me when I'm sitting on the couch. So my friends are going to laugh at me because we've wasted time coming to a fucking bar. And most of my jokes, even even I fall into that sometimes. Like, when my friends are there, I fall into non-relatable jokes for everyone. And I kind of just go to my friends' jokes, mm. you know? And it's it's not fair to the audience. It's not really, like, a huge deal. But it's just like, you know, I really need to try to navigate through that because... You know, yeah. they're, they're there either way. They're alcoholics. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them. A lot of them. All right. Um, this next question is like, it's not necessarily Netflix. It could be it could be a series of books. It could be uh, a podcast. It could be like a, a, a particular artist. But what are you binging right now? Like, what are you just absolutely just trying to just get as much of it as possible right now like is there something that you're absolutely oh what am i bin- oh i thought you meant what am i tv binging or it could be tv it could be movies it could be books it uh, could be podcasts what are you binging right now that's a good question um i just recently watched uh the flight attendant on hbo max with katie Kaluko. uh that was fucking fantastic i don't watch a lot of tv um i don't really know what i do with the day like i don't really binge on anything honestly Really? Like, the best thing for me is, like, sitting in a silent house and just kind of, like, trying to let all the thoughts out of my head. Mm. So, like, I'll write them down or whatever. But, like, I usually don't even have music on, honestly. Really? No. And St- Stephen was like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. But, like, I kind of <laughs> like the silence because my life has been a lot of chaos. That's interesting. I, I don't like silence. And a friend of mine recently... Uh, told me that some that you need to have some silence. I love it. Or else you're not gonna know like what your real thoughts are if something's always yeah. influencing you, yeah. right? Like if we got like a TV show or like yeah. music, like we always have music on, right? Yeah. And uh, she's like, no, like sit in silence sometimes. It's hard. Yeah. It used to be hard. I love it. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. But uh, none of my friends, like Heather and Raquel, none of them are okay with it. Like, if one speaker fucks up at a party, they're like, radio, radio! And I, I think that's really troubling. Like, you you have to sit there and think. That's why, I like, tubing down the river, like, with nobody and just being silent. Like, I like observing other things and thinking. I don't know. All right. Know. All right. Sound like a serial killer. I just <laughs> like to sit in silence. It's all good. Um, what have you been meaning to get to? Maybe trying to become a real adult, you know? Uh-huh. I, uh, it's easy to put it off when you're always going out of town, um, but, like, eventually I'm going to have to figure something out. Like, I'm not even taking dirty phone calls these days. Really? No. Uh. I, I can't. I'm so tired of talking dirty to old men. I just, there's no... It's always old men, huh? It's, there's never young guys? Oh, no, it's young guys. It's, Is it? It's all guys. It's all kinds of guys. Guys that aren't even interested in talking to me or having sex with me, they still call me. But uh, it's, I'm just tired of, yeah, I just don't want to do it anymore. But I don't want to have a job either. So I don't know what, this is why I sit in silence. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, These are hard questions. These are like deep questions. This this is the last one. This is the last one. This this one should, this is supposed to be fun right here. (laughs) (laughs) This last one's supposed to be fun. Yeah. The the other ones are kind of set up. They they are supposed to get you. The wheels turning. Um, Last question. What are you looking forward to? Just doing better comedy with good people. Like, hanging out with friends. Good times. Like, uh, hanging out with my kids. I'm going to pick them up today. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I just... I'm trying to enjoy... So, I'm going to be 40 in April. My dad died pretty young. So, I'm like... That's not, like, in my head. But it's kind of like, okay, all right. I should probably... Not eat McDonald's, McRibs all every day. Uh-huh. So it's a good thing it's going out of season. Um, but yeah, just <laughs> I, I just look forward to hanging out with my friends and having a good time. I hear that. You know, I don't I don't really have expectations. 
Alright. I don't have any money to have expectations, so you know, whatever. All right, Danny. Well, man, Danny, thank you for coming over today. Thanks for being a guest on the podcast. Yeah, can uh, I promote something? You can promote everything. I don't know when I'm going to post this. This isn't going to be posted today. This okay. might get posted before New Year's. It might. Before I don't know. Before New Year's? It might. So what are you going to promote? All right. Okay. So don't be like, so tonight at San Juan Club. Like, yeah. Because that's right. not going to happen. Go ahead. Promote. Tonight at San Juan Club. No. Promote your heart away. Uh, all right. So February 9th. I'm going to be doing my third show at Sweet Nine in Rancho Cordova. Uh, look for that on my IG. I would like Jesse to host. We'll see if I can get a good lineup for him. I'll host. <laughs> you guys heard it here. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Oh, January 6th, I have a competition. Josh Means competition at Laps Unlimited. Oh, are you doing that? It's the one thing I'm making my friends do this year is go to that fucking thing because it's not based on funny. It's based on who you bring. Yep. Um... But I'm excited for that. And I uh, I never really get to perform at laughs, so I, uh, I'm i nervous, kind of. I don't know who I'm going up against yet. Oh, that's going to be cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then January 6th, we'll be doing a draft and crowning a winner. This will be the biggest Deadpool yet <laughs> with a bunch of local com- comedians. You, oh. Oh, no. The episode will be posted on our YouTube channel and tell the listeners to check out the website and stay on top of the score. So right now I'm in second place of our Deadpool. Okay. I, I never win. I'm probably not going to win this year. But uh, we've added like 12 comedians. And this is gag on this podcast, Deadpool. Uh, yeah, gag on this podcast, Deadpool. Rob's really into it. We have a belt with our faces on it. Um, I'd really like to win. But at the same time, you know, the celebrities I picked, like R. Kelly. Can you explain what the Deadpool is? So Nick Johnson put out a meme a couple years ago and was like oh Betty White's gonna die and that started a whole like Deadpool like we each had to pick 25 celebrities uh and then Rob took it to the next level and had a belt made with our faces because he like does research like who has cancer and who has this and who has that oh my gosh I don't I just picked out 25 random ass celebrities but uh last year we added Nicole Eichenberg and Morty uh-huh. Uh, this year we added, they added Hello People, Morgan Anderson, Josh Means. Um, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, but Deadpool, January 6th? January 6th. Um, shit. That's when my competition is at laughs. So yeah, we'll figure that out. <laughs> I need a planner. That's what I need to do. All right. Let's get out of here. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. This is fun. Bye. Bye.